Thanks for downloading the Beyond the Money podcast. If you hear anything on today's show that you need clarity on or to make that first consultation, give the team a call, 727-334-0024 or always online at mycampbellandco.com. As always, thanks for listening. Now, let's get to the show. We've been talking about the importance of getting that quarterly review. And that also includes your 401k strategy. And when it comes to saving for retirement, it seems we're always told the more you put in, the better. So maxing out your 401k would be a no brainer. But there was an article in The Motley Fool that said that's actually overrated because your investment options are going to be limited. You're going to be facing tough withdrawal rules and maxing out a 401k isn't feasible for most adults. Do you agree with that, that it's not the best idea? And is there a better place for your money? Well, definitely. I think that, you know, contributing as much as you can to your 401k when you're working makes the most sense, right? Because you're going to for sure get that matching. If, for example, if you contribute 6%, you're going to get 5% match from your employer. So you definitely want to pick up that money. Gosh, there's so many things to do when you're in that accumulation phase, right? And the closer we get to that retirement red zone, which is, I would say, you know, three to five years, it becomes even more important to just get more traction and get really, really, really intentional uh, to make sure that you're going to have enough in your retirement savings to help you get to and through retirement. And that all starts with just testing the plan. How are you allocated? You know, give us a call on that. We'd love the opportunity to to talk with you if you're three to five years from retirement, just to test that and see exactly where you're at. Are you on track or do you need to to bump that up a little bit, get a little bit more um, intentional there? Or are you right on track and just keep doing what you're doing? But one thing, you know, there's so many rules when it comes to taxes and your 401ks and the maximum amounts that you can contribute each year. For 2023, you can contribute up to 22500 but good thing if you're 50 or older, you get some bonuses there. You can put up to $30,000 away in your retirement account. So that is really, really can be a great way to compound and impact those last few years of savings. You know, but there's a lot of other things to look at. Can you afford it? Um, you know, is the market down? Is the market up? What is the forecast for the market? You know, how much volatility is going to impact, you know, between your where you're at right now and where you're going to retire? Again, that's where a true fiduciary can come in and help you navigate your best way through that. And another thing, you know, I like math. Math the Roth. If there's a Roth 401k option, should you be contributing to a Roth 401k or should you be contributing to that pre-tax tax later 401k there is truly a Roth advantage for many depending on your taxable income what tax bracket you're in now and what it's going to look like when you're in retirement and I will remind everyone that as it stands right now the tax reform from 2017 is set to sunset and the end of 2025 so you have the rest of this year 24 and 25 and most likely taxes will be going up in 2026 so where are you at on that timeline we absolutely analyze that and try to make the best recommendation on what percentage should go to a Roth 401k and what percentage should go to that pre-tax 
There's certainly ways to change that along the way as tax rates change, as your life changes. You want to have that flexibility, but yes, lean into saving for retirement, whether it's in an IRA, a Roth IRA, your 401k, your 457, 403b, whatever type of entity your employer has. And if you're self-employed, you certainly have to take all that responsibility and get a little bit more intentional yourself. And we love working with small business owners, small to mid-sized businesses, entrepreneurs, because let's face it, you you have to make that money more than once to actually get your full retirement benefits from having that company. Uh, you know, when you go to sell that business, that's normally your largest asset in retirement. So definitely want to make sure that you're intentional, you're paying attention to that. Tax efficiency is really the key. And, uh, you know, it just depends on where you're at in that timeline of life. But saving and the power of compounding, uh, that is the eighth wonder of the world. Hmm. So if you're unsure, where you're at? Should I contribute more? Can I afford to contribute more? Should it be a Roth? Should it be a traditional or tax later type strategy? Give us a call. 727-334-0024. 727-334-0024. We don't only talk tax. We truly understand tax here at Campbell and Company. And we'd love the opportunity to help you navigate through this. Because Jackie won't, I'm going to brag on you for a couple of seconds here. Because Jackie Campbell, you are a CPA, a CFP, and a PFS that's like a unicorn in this industry because what you can do for people and what you can help them with in building a plan very few financial advisors across the country have those designations you live by the motto prior planning pays it's so important to put a plan together and jack and the team want to help you do just that again that number 727-334-0024 and a couple of weeks ago I had the opportunity to go to Yale University because we had the opportunity to sit down with Dr. Roger Ibbotson, who is a professor of finance. And we had a conversation about bond replacements because chances are you've been using the stock market to fuel your retirement savings. But what about after the workforce? I've always been an advocate of buying a lot of equities. But the one time when you really have to take less risk is in those early years of retirement, because if you get hit hard, then it affects your whole retirement afterwards. So you do need to take less risk in your retirement. And the traditional way you would do that would be bonds. And bonds are in a potentially dangerous situation here. They certainly fell dramatically last year. They're down this year. So I would recommend that you look for bond substitutes, alternative products, such as annuities in different forms. Do you agree about a bond replacement? Are there other replacements that could work better in a portfolio? I think the annuities are absolutely a perfect alternative for that. And we certainly have been looking at that for a number of years because, you know, things do change. You know, bonds can certainly have a season when they're going to be the winners. They're going to be the top performer from an asset class perspective. And they certainly are typically in that less risk type uh, allocation that you're going to have in a portfolio, whereas stocks and equities are going to be the more riskier portion of your portfolio. I love that he brings that up. This is one smart man, and I have seen studies and studies and studies on him. His name is not the easiest to say until you hear it quite a bit, but he is he's a Nobel Prize winner. He is just very well known for asset allocation and for risk, market risk premium, and just overall renowned in his research and expertise in the fields of the asset allocation, mm -hmm. investment analysis, and capital markets. I 
completely agree with him. There are certain ways that are going to be better these days to do things because we are not in your parents' stock market. We are not in your parents' environment, economy. We're not where we were five years ago, 10 years ago. Certainly things have changed. Last year, 2022, was the first year in history that both bonds and equities we're down 20% at one point. That has never happened in history. Where are we going? That has to do with the inflation. That has to do with everything going on in the economy. Where are we going to be in the next year or two? We're still very uh, bond cautious uh, from our perspective because you don't want to have an asset class that you know is going to be going down if interest rates are going to go up. It has an inverse relationship. And I saw, Mark, many portfolios, many quote unquote, financial advisors and portfolio advisors for all these people that were still working and nothing was recommended to them. Nothing was recommended mm-hmm. for them to make an adjustment and change. And they not only watched their risky part of their portfolio go down, they also saw the conservative side of their portfolio go down. That is painful. And especially if they were right before retirement. 2022 was a challenging year to retire unless you had already worked with a fiduciary, worked with a financial advisor that kind of saw that writing on the wall, knew what those trends were going to be coming because as that inverse relationship always comes to be, you know, when interest rates finally start to go down, then bonds are going to be more appealing. They can become part of the portfolio, but you certainly want to have something, some asset class that is going to be able to bridge that gap for that period of time when you have high inflation and when you have rising interest rates and annuities can certainly be that bridge not necessarily all annuities we hear good and bad and there's so much there's gosh i looked it up not long ago there was I forget how many thousands of different articles online about why annuities are bad but there are many articles about why annuities can be good and certain specific types of annuities. So don't just throw the baby out with the bathwater. Make sure and see if there's a good strategy for you. If you've got bonds in your portfolio, you definitely should be giving somebody a call. Give us a call. 727-334-0024. 727-334-0024. Let's take a look. See what you should stop doing. See what you should start doing and see what you should continue doing because often we find that there's a good part Heart, that you have a solid good foundation and the end result most people just want a simplified more cohesive plan a 360 degree plan that is one thing that is a little bit more unique here at Campbell Company I, I'm I think in 360s I think in threes I think in you know multiple different uh, parts of the financial industry tax income planning, investment planning, legacy planning, long-term care planning. We kind of look at all of those big components, those those major pillars, if you will, to support a good, solid, cohesive financial plan. And our, our goal here at Campbell Company is just really simple. We want you to be the hero of your own story. We love helping people improve and enjoy a bigger future. That's really what it's all about. It's not what you did yesterday. It's not what you did 10 years ago, 20 years ago that's going to matter. It's what are you going to do in the future? So give us a call. It really and truly is beyond the money, but we need to get a good plan that's going to be 360 degrees analyzed and ready for any adjustments that are needed 
along your journey in life. Give us a call, 727-334-0024, 727-334-0024, or online at mycamelyco.com. And this weekend, remember, if you've saved at least 500000 for your retirement, that initial consultation, it's no cost, it's no obligation from Jackie and the team at Campbell and & Company. And that's really where the power begins to start building that retirement plan. 727-334-0024. I want to go back to annuities for a couple of seconds because you said you found dozens and dozens of articles on why annuities are bad. But you also know the flip side. There are a lot of annuities that could be beneficial to a retirement plan. Give me the pros and the cons. Well, I am not a fan of variable annuities. That is like having your money in the stock market and you're paying somebody a two to 4% fee. And often that is going to be for a ceiling or a cap on it. And that means you can lose money, you have a ceiling, you do not have a floor, and you're paying them for that risk. Why would you do that? That's having an insurance wrapper on top of something that you can just have in the market. Fees can eat up a good part of your return. Uh, so that's something that we are always transparent about here at Campbell Company. There's really some great fixed strategies. You can get better CD rates right now, uh, especially some of the commercial corporate CDs. Um, you definitely can get better rates than you're going to be able to get at the bank uh, or possibly on your own. You have money markets that are paying good rates now. So those are good alternatives as well for that safety yet liquidity. But there's also a fixed annuity. A fixed annuity can be a two, three, or five year strategy. I typically would not ever recommend going past the four or five year mark. Um, but you can lock in a guaranteed rate of interest that's going to be there compounding each year, um, you know, over 5% these days. So the rates are gonna vary each and every time. There's gonna be good companies out there and there's gonna be bad companies. They have ratings starting out at a plus plus there's no reason to work for a anything below an a minus carrier why would you do that you want to have somebody who is going to have the claims paying ability another strategy mark the fixed index annuity it kind of has all the good makings. I mean, if you're going to make cookies, right? We talk about that from time to time. You want to have a good recipe. You want to have a good formula and you want to have the right ingredients in it. And when you can have a floor, meaning you're not going to lose money. And when you can have a unlimited ceiling, meaning no cap or no ceiling or even a higher ceiling that is more palatable, which is about half of what the stock market brings and you can pay no billable fees and still have the opportunity to potentially earn half, at least half of what the market is bringing in a year. And when you have gains, you lock them in. It is some of the best mechanisms that you can have. I don't know many people that don't wish they had were able to, at the end of 2021, lock in all their gains from those prior years and not take a loss, have a bridge going completely across, a glass bridge going all the way across 2022 with those assets that were in a strategy like a fixed index annuity, and then pick up in 2023 and have the ability to ride that up. It's not having a loss can be significant. It all depends on the different, every year has a sequence of returns. Those sequence of returns don't have much of a meaning when you're earning and saving money, when you're in that accumulation phase, that working, the working years. But when you reach the peak of that mountain and you put your stick in the sand, your flag in the sand, and you are declaring that you are cleaning out your desk, having that cake, 
throwing away your keys and going to be enjoying your freedom of time, freedom of money, freedom of relationships, and freedom of purpose. When you start down that other side of the mountain, it is a totally different game. That's when the floors and those ceilings and the fees that you're paying and the ability to have that glass bridge to take you across those really difficult years are going to be important. Oh yeah, and one more thing, you have the ability to lock in your gains after you make them. That is a great combination, it's a great recipe. It can be a real great portion of your overall allocation. It's part of that 360 degree plan, the 360 degree allocation. You would never put all of your assets in there, but definitely as a bond alternative, just like Professor Ibbotson mentioned, annuities can be a great replacement, great alternative for bonds, the safe side of your portfolio. A lot of layers to an annuity. It really can. Jackie just said it could benefit your portfolio. For more information, 727-334-0024, MyKimmelandCo.com. Jackie, remember, it felt like it was, I don't know, about a year, year and a half ago, NFTs were all the rage Mm -hmm. NFTs, non-fungible tokens. Some of them sold for thousands, even millions of dollars. But there was a new report that came out that said about 95% of those NFT collections are pretty much worthless. Mm -hmm. Might as well just call them dead money. So when you're doing this quarterly review that we've been talking a lot about this weekend, can you help identify dead money in that portfolio? Well, we see a lot of dead money. Yeah. <laughs> we we certainly do. It could be, and that could be a couple different things. Dead money could be like, it's really worthless and let's go ahead and get rid of this thing so we can take a, a loss on our taxes, right? So that could be one thing. Uh, you know, normally, unless you take action, it doesn't, you know, you don't ever get to recognize that loss. So that's one thing. But, you know, when is it time to get off of a losing horse. A lot of people struggle with that. They're, you know, and they tend to just write it all the way down. But it's about having someone who is a fiduciary who has no emotional attachment to any investment and can help you make some really good educated decisions. So that's one thing, you know, but you don't want one dead investment that's gonna bring down your overall portfolio performance. And, and that's what ends up happening. You know, but having a little bit of money that's gonna be in something like an NFT, I mean, it was certainly a fad, but they're still there. Uh, they're just used a little bit differently these days. Uh, business owners are using those for trademark protection, uh, legal protection, almost like uh, patents or copyrights. It's not quite the same, but it certainly will stand up in court because it's time stamped and it's very easily obtained and it's very inexpensive. So, uh, you know, my son, you've seen his art, mm -hmm. uh, Mark. So um, we're in the process that he's actually doing some NFTs. Is it going to be worth something? We don't know, but at least it's it's, it's less expensive than copywriting it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's just a way to protect certain things that, you know, may not have a value to anyone else, but it has a value and something worth protecting for you. So totally different angle there. But definitely, uh, if you think you have some dead money or dead assets or dead investment in your portfolio, and real estate can certainly be one of them. Having a rental property can be one of them. You know, especially when the real estate market, uh, you know, your property is not worth as much as what you owe on it. And a lot of people are deceived on how profitable 
after all the taxes, after all of the repairs and the maintenance and everything, the interest that you're paying on a rental property, if you don't own it outright free and clear, you potentially could be losing and having a negative cash flow. What does that mean? When is it time to simplify your investment plan? Uh, or is it working just great for you? You may have a better return than you even think you do. Let us help you with that. We have the ability to analyze those things, not only from a financial and investment perspective, a return perspective, but also part of that 360 degree planning. We also do smart tax planning. So evaluating all those things, when is a good time to make those decisions, pull the bandaid off to sell it, get rid of it. Or, you know, does it make sense that, you know, certain assets you're, you're going to want to hold until someone passes away and you have the potential for that step up and date of death value. I see it go both ways. And it's just about having the conversation just like an eye exam. It's not any more complicated than that. We don't get in all the nitty gritty. We just go through if this, then that, if this, then that, helping you make those decisions. Give us a call, 727-334-0024 or online at mycamblingco.com. Jackie Campbell is an investment advisor representative with MarketGuard, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice nor recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situations. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. 